Jesus gives us very sober words today. And he has these two parables. One of the parables is of a king who is marching into battle against another king who has twice the amount of troops as he has. And so this king, if he's in his right mind, the guy who is facing someone who has double the amount of troops that he has, is going to have to send in for some kind of peace treaty and give in to whatever terms that the other king has in mind. Or else it's going to be a complete disaster. In the other parable, Jesus says, if, if you're going to build a tower or some great structure, then you need to really make sure that you actually do a thorough job calculating exactly all the costs, all the energy, and everything that will need to be expended in the plan to actually build the building, the tower. Or you'll start off, and if you're not planning ahead of time and calculating everything that needs to go into it, it's just you're going to be a laughing stock. You're going to be a fool because you'll build about half of it, waste your resources, and get nowhere. And, and everybody will call you a fool and ridicule you. So I follow this guy who was very interested in finding out why do people with such a high potential oftentimes not succeed or live up to the potential that they have. And so, specifically, a lot of times men, this person was interested in, in finding out why men particularly, but also women, drop out of high school, why they, uh, these people who maybe are sometimes on the margins of society and really struggle to kind of keep a job, or hold down a family, why, why those people, even though they have a great intellectual capacity and they might have many gifts that they could offer society and, and themselves and others, they just don't live up to the potential. And so this guy was curious, so he went into a bunch of research trying to figure out what was going on here. And he eventually developed this plan and this program. And so in this program, essentially what people do is they answer a number of questions, hundreds of questions, that help them to figure out what their strengths are and what they're good at and what they want to do. And so that's kind of the first part of this program. The next part of the program is they make an overall goal what they want to do in the long term. And then the final step is they make a bunch of small step-by-step -step goals, shorter-term goals, that eventually lead to the long-term goal. Because essentially what this person found out is the reason that these people who might not have maybe a studious disposition they don't like school, some people just don't, is they, they would go through school or they would go through college or trade school if they just had the proper motivation at the end. 
But if there's no motivation and it seems like it's a meaningless enterprise to finish classes and go to school every day, then they don't succeed and they drop out. And eventually their life just kind of goes pretty much nowhere as far as in the eyes of, of, of the world or their careers. And so this program was very successful because what these people would do is they would map out their long-term goal and they'd say, I want to have a meaningful career, something that I really enjoy, that provides me with enough money to support a family and give me stability. And just having that in mind and how to get there, the steps that lead up to that, provides the motivation to grind through the difficult moments. I've recently been watching this television show called Hard Knocks. Raise your hands if you've ever watched that. Or you know what I'm speaking of. Okay. So what, what the show Hard Knocks is, is they follow, it's like just four episodes, and they follow an NFL team in the preseason. So before the season starts, and you just follow the whole team. Right now they're following the Detroit Lions, which of course is a very pitiful sports franchise. Not that the Bears are much better. They're not in a very much higher category, unfortunately. But anyways, they're following the Detroit Lions right now, and you know there's, there's a lot going on in the show, and there's a lot of themes, I would say. One of the things that's very interesting to me as I'm picking up on these themes is, you know, the NFL is a really interesting thing to watch because it's so merit-based. And so when you're, you're looking at these players or you're looking at the coaches or you're looking at the scouts or whoever is a part of the organization, it is uber competitive. It is very difficult to hold a position in any of the spots that I just mentioned. It's only a 53-man roster, and there are many, many players that are just on the cusp of, of making the team that will not make it. There are many coaches who will have just this one season to show that they are worthwhile coaches. And so it takes a tremendous amount of focus and determination for them to be successful, for these teams to be successful. And what I notice is, as I'm watching the show, is the structure and maybe the main theme is just what I was talking about with this, with this guy who made this program. Everything is motivation. Everything is goal-based. A series and a set of goals are constantly talked about, probably hundreds of times throughout a single episode. There's multiple layers. The ultimate goal, to win the Super Bowl for this team, this season. The goal under that, to win this week's game. The goal under that, to, to play and practice as hard as I possibly can on this day, at this practice. The goal under that, this particular drill, giving everything that I possibly can give. And when all those players join together for this one big goal, they're successful. When I was in seminary, I remember our formators were very sober-minded 
about what the priesthood would look like for us in the future. They said, look guys, this is a wonderful, amazing vocation. But if you are not completely zoned into the final goal here, and if you're not paying attention and staying on task, you will fall and you will crumble. And so what they made us do in seminary, and they encourage us to do, is create what's called a rule of life. And a rule of life is a way that we have to live in order to maintain a healthy relationship with the Lord and a healthy relationship with others and a capacity to serve and live out this vocation in a fruitful, joyful way. But that's a daily thing. That's a weekly thing. That's a monthly thing. That's a yearly thing. You live out the rule of life. Go to Mass for us. You went to Mass every day. You pray for an hour in front of the Blessed Sacrament in adoration. You pray the Liturgy of the Hours five times a day. You maintain deep friendships that are very helpful and with other Christians, particularly other priests. All these things contribute to this long-term goal. The overall long-term goal for all of us, getting to heaven, being with God forever, being with those that we love forever. Now, there are many, many successful people in this church right now. Many successful marriages, long marriages, fruitful families, many successful careers in this church right now. Incredible, incredible talent and determination. What the Lord is encouraging us to do is give that same amount of effort, more effort, for the one goal that actually matters. Because there's two things that can happen to us in the long term. When I say long term, I mean eternity. We can go to heaven and be there forever in total bliss, an intimate relationship with God, intimate relationship with others, enjoying the communion of saints, the mystery, ever-changing reality of, of heaven. Or we can go in hell. We can go to hell. And hell is a place of isolation, horrible, away from others, away from God. This is the most important goal in our lives. It's the long-term thinking. This is what Jesus is talking about today. Now, we shouldn't despair and think to ourselves, well, I'm already doing a bad job, or it's just, it's just too much. I always fail. I always fail when I try to pray or when I try to follow through with these different spiritual disciplines. Jesus did not die on the cross for no reason. God did not create us for no reason. God wants us to be with him forever. That's why he created us. He has way more love for us than any of us can possibly comprehend. 
and even more love than in an earthly way we have for our own children. That's just a fraction, a very small fraction of the love that God has for us. God will help us. But we have to take God seriously. I once had a spiritual advisor say, very insightful man say, the biggest American sin is presumption. This is what Jesus is talking about today. We have to take into account the long-term goal and have daily, weekly, monthly, yearly ways of life planning that will get us to that goal. Nobody accidentally gets into heaven. You don't just kind of fall into heaven accidentally. That's not how it works. That's why Jesus is, is speaking in this way today. You have to have a plan. You have to try. We have to accept the salvation and the gift of relationship that has been offered to us. That takes effort. That takes planning. We're so distracted all the time and all of us in our humanity are fallen, which means that we start to pay attention to things that don't have long-term consequence. And we just get stuck in the minute. Our attention gets disoriented and disarrayed. There is only one thing that matters ultimately. Jesus, we ask you to bless all of us and help us to keep our gaze on you. Help us to not prioritize or put anything above you, our relationship with you, and our eternal long-term goal. Help us, Lord, with encouragement on on a regular basis, a daily basis, and help us to Get through the difficult times, Lord, um, with, with just our eyes on, on, on the prize of our eternal salvation. And help us to stay committed in friendship with you forever and bless our families. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let us just take a few moments in silent prayer to listen to and speak with the Lord in our hearts.